Hello and welcome to Santa Clara University's Jesuit School of Theology podcast. My name is Steve Padilla and I'm the host of our JST podcast. We're reaching you from the Loyola Room at JST overlooking the beautiful city of Berkeley in the San Francisco Bay Area. Today's podcast is special. I have the honor of interviewing Father Massaro before he leaves his post at JST's Dean. Father Massaro, welcome. Great to be here with you, Steve. All right, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule for this interview. Let's get right into it. Father Massaro, can you tell me um, something that you're most proud of uh, of your four, t- four years here? You've been here four years, correct? Yes, I arrived in the summer of 2012. I was fairly familiar with Jesuit School of Theology because I'd been teaching for 15 years at a very similar school of theology, the other major Jesuit graduate school of theology on the East Coast at Boston College. So coming here was a nice smooth transition, lots of familiar programs and activities and emphases of the educational program. Well, during these four years, I think that the Jesuit School of Theology has at once continued its strengths and also grew a little bit, grown around the edges towards our new um, emphasis on living theology transforming the world. Of course, it's not new at all. The Jesuit tradition of education in theology especially, preparing uh, men and women for service to the church and to the world, it really goes back close to 500 years. But our tradition is grounded on a strong um, faith life, a life of spirituality, of commitment to the Catholic Church and to all people of goodwill. So theologically speaking, Programs, including the Master of Divinity program, our largest, the Licentiate of Sacred Theology, all of the various masters and even doctoral programs that we contribute to, have really gone from strength to strength. We've been uh, building on a foundation of, of the tradition of Jesuit education and also adding some new emphases. And that phrase, living theology, transforming the world, really does capture in a nutshell some of the best of what we're doing new here an attention to cultures, an attention to the struggles of people around the world struggling for social justice and whose uh, lives can be improved by the presence in their lives of our graduates. I'm so proud of our graduates. They emerged from our school after uh, typically two or three years of study with a credential, but also a learned approach to doing theology, doing ministry in service to the church and especially to the poorest. That is, that's a great, great answer. Um, with the passion I hear in your voice about what we've done and, and, and what you've led over the last four years, um, have you started thinking about anything you might miss while, uh, while you step away? Okay, well, that's a kind of a funny question because I'm really not stepping away very well, long. Yeah, not very long, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward after these four years of being dean, I'm looking forward to the transition from being an administrator to being back to what I've done for so many uh, years, a full-time classroom teacher. After a well-deserved, I might add, 12-month sabbatical, I'll be right back in the classroom here at JST. But if I understand your question, uh, it's about the, the, what, what I'm looking forward to afterwards. Yeah, well, um, well we, we talked about that. So you're going to take, take 12 months off. You're going to take a year off. I heard, I heard a vicious rumor that you may be writing a book, uh, another book. What do you plan on doing with your 12 months off? Absolutely, Steve. You know my passion for Pope Francis. Just, I just think his contribution to the church in the last uh, three plus years of his papacy has been so strong that when someone asked me, what is my next research project, just spontaneously, the, wor- the words came out, 
I want to study and write about Pope Francis. Specifically, I'll be writing a book on the social teachings of Pope Francis, the things that he said, written, and I would even say enacted, at least symbolically, on the topics of inequality in the world, the plight of refugees in the world, the crucial issues of our time around family life, around ecology, global warming. Many of us know about his encyclical Laudato Si, Care for Our Common Home, and related issues about poverty uh, and justice around the world. So that will be the topic of a book that I'm uh, just beginning now. And by the time I return to the classroom, the summer of 2017, I will hopefully have a completed manuscript by that time. Great. That sounds that sounds like a, a wonderful topic, and I actually look forward to that because uh, I've been following uh, Pope Francis, and and you know he's obviously somewhat controversial within uh, you know within the Vatican and in the the conservative you know movement, but it's really uh, fascinating uh, some of the issues that he's brought up. So that should be good. Now, is that book going to tie into what you're going to teach when you come back? Absolutely, yes. Uh, so my uh, 15 years of teaching, even before I came to JST in 2012, were focused on Catholic social teaching. So the, the uh, teaching authority of the church, both at the Vatican level, popes and councils, but also in the United States with our Conference of Catholic Bishops. And I would also add locally, any diocese, any parish, anywhere, uh, the good news about justice and peace is being spread. That's been the focus of my teaching. Pope Francis is the latest in a long line of popes and church authorities who've contributed to the social teachings of the church, what we reflect on regarding social justice, concern for the poor, reconciliation. So absolutely, those will be the, the foundation of many of the courses I teach. Okay, that's great. Now, uh, during your 12 months off, are you going to uh, go back to the East Coast and, and catch a couple of ball games? Or are you staying local? What, uh, what do you, where, where do you plan on? Steve knows a lot about me, and that's certainly true. I'm an East Coast native, so I do look forward to spending about half that, half that year on the East Coast and another half back in the Bay Area. In both locales, I'll have really good research libraries at my disposal. I've already got some uh, head starts on collecting books about the social teachings of Pope Francis. Will there be a ball game or two? I believe there will be, and whenever the my favorite teams are playing, I think I think that'd be a good idea. Why not? Um, so you're uh, transitioning out. We're receiving a new dean in August, and uh, he, I hope to interview him shortly. You know, thereafter, um, and I can talk to him about uh, what he wants to do uh, with JST moving forward. But I'd like to hear from you, uh, outgoing. What do you? What would you like to see happen with the new dean, dean and JST moving forward? I'm really optimistic about the leadership of uh, Father Kevin O'Brien. I might add that I knew him when he was a student in the early 2000s, and I was on the faculty of that School of Theology on the East Coast. So I got to know his work, uh, seeing him grow into his ministerial identity and, um, and, and to be ordained, and he was ordained in the year 2006. So he's got 10 years of ordained uh, ministry as a Jesuit priest under his belt. He's a very good administrator. He's been at Georgetown University, and I will be working with him uh, for about uh, three weeks in the office together, handing off all those tasks and files and records to him. What I see his contribution uh, to JST, well, it's, it's hard to describe because we don't, it's, it's unknown, but he's a very strong administrator, and I believe, like me, he'll be interested in seeing uh, JST build on its very fine foundation, really strong institution we have with lots of good people and resources, 
and building that, again, into an even better arrangement in the future. I think of two possible areas for his contribution. One would be building our relationships ever more closely with many of the units and the people on the main campus of Santa Clara University. We're a very closely affiliated part of the university, uh, integrated in really every way from budget to personnel to programs, but there's still uh, some work to do getting to know each other. The 48 miles that separates the main campus from our campus here in Berkeley is a bit of a barrier, and I think he'll be excellent at bridging that. And secondly, just here in Berkeley, we're part of this wonderful consortium called the Graduate Theological Union, which has seven other schools and also many centers for the study of religion, various perspectives and various um, uh, religious traditions. I think Father Kevin O'Brien will be a wonderful um, bu bridge builder, bringing us ever closer to our uh, ecumenical neighbors in our consortium and to uh, just to deepen the ties within our consortium, to make it stronger. That, uh, that sounds like a great direction uh, for him to go to, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see that happen. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what direction uh, he's going to uh, move us uh, towards. And uh, so you're going to be spending about three weeks with him. Um, have you thought about any uh, tips and advice that uh, you might pass on to him as you're uh, giving him all the files and, and all the fun stuff, uh, the bureaucratic stuff that happens day to day? That's a really good question. I think I'll just, on the most general level, share this. JST is a very warm environment. It's a place of lots of uh, friendly people, uh, people who work together well, emphasize colleagueship. He'll be coming from a very similar environment at Georgetown. So uh, I think my advice will be, Kevin, just be yourself and um, continue uh, our tradition, which is his tradition, of being uh, that kind of welcoming presence. Uh, Steve, I think you know that the door to the dean's office is almost always open, except when I'm on a conference call or something. I keep the door open, and I suspect he'll be that kind of open-door dean, a wonderful policy to have. That would be great. Uh, that was one of the things I appreciated about you. You could come in all the time and always always knew that that door was open. Um, so uh, you have to promise me this. When uh, you come back, uh, can we set up another interview with you to, uh, to discuss your book? Oh, that'll be a wonderful opportunity. By then, I'll know exactly what's in each of the... I've already planned six chapters, so I'll be able to share with you a little bit more about each chapter. That is great. How does... I mean, how, just really quick, how do you go about you know, doing that, you know, you know, writing a book, saying you're going to write a book and, and actually writing a book are, are two vastly different things. You, what's your approach to, um, to chapters and to actually completing a, a holistic book? Yeah, I, I've published about eight books now, and uh, I really find that the best guideline for writing is to keep asking yourself the question, what does the average reader need to know right now at this moment? So there's been many volumes, many shelves of books written and I hope that my focus on social teachings will be augmented by keep asking the question, what does the reader, perhaps unfamiliar with Catholic social teaching, need to know at this moment as I'm discussing, say, the family or the environment or world poverty? And I think Pope Francis has so many good things going for him that if I just kind of uh, expose what he said and get out of the way as an author, uh, I think that authorial voice will be just right for the average reader. There you go. Um, this podcast is going to uh, air uh, in July, uh, late July. 
um, as you're getting ready to leave. Uh, is there anything you'd like to leave our audience with uh, as uh, we sign off here uh, on this podcast and as you get ready to sign off on uh, your being a dean at JST? Well, just two words. To the internal audience, people already at JST, it's faculty, staff, and students, a big thank you for making my years as dean uh, very pleasant and uh, really uh, helped by all of my colleagueship that exists here. It's a very warm, special place. And to the external audiences, if you're first hearing about JST, maybe you're a prospective student, um, think about um, this as a community that you would like to join. It really is a wonderful, I would say even unique place where theology meets the world. That's the motto of our Graduate Theological Union Consortium. And it really is, uh, this JST experience is very well summarized by our tagline, Living Theology Transforming the World. Thank you very much, Father Massaro, for uh, taking the time uh, to, to do this interview. I, I greatly appreciate it. And it's been, it was great working with you in this capacity. And I look forward to, to working with you in the, the capacity as a professor when you get back. A well-deserved sabbatical uh, for you. Thank you once again. Um, JSP, JST's podcast will be sent out weekly at 4 p.m. on Thursdays. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at JSTSCU and on Instagram, also JSTSCU, and Facebook at Jesuit School of Theology of Santa Clara University. You can also visit on the web at scu.edu backslash JST. That's scu.edu backslash JST. If you'd like further information on JST or the content of this podcast, feel free to email me at sjpadilla at scu.edu. That's S-J-P-A-D-I-L-L-A at scu.edu. Or you can contact me at 1-800-824-0122. Thank you for listening to JST's podcast, where we are living theology and transforming our world.